Yeah! And that is the first one that has felt right in a long time. Happy 4th of July, a couple of days early, everybody. And, Slee, we've entered a whole new realm of this talk show when the tweeters are now making the open, making suggestions, Friday like a mug. It's it's a great day. It's a good day. we got no more control. Like, even if right now, if I told— No, that's actually an excellent point right there. Um, Maybe we had more control at like 8.30 at night when we were doing the show in the evening. But now now where we – even if we told Chris, hey, Chris, I got an idea, he'd be like, well, I don't know if the listeners like that. So (laughs) exactly, keep it down there, Al. Keep it down there. Their suggestions go right to the uh, the front of the line. And and I kind of like it. I like that they're starting to take some ownership of the show. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you believe in omens, like something happens early in the day that's going to kind of tell you how the rest of the day is going to go? Do you believe in that kind of stuff? Not really. I think it's kind of more up to you, right? Like if you take something and you're like, okay, hey, this is a positive thing, you kind of ride that out. But you can also just wake up and be ticked off and pissed off and ride ride that wave all the way through the end of the day. So I don't really believe too much in those. I'm glad to hear you say that because that's the answer that I was hoping for because here's how my day started. Okay, this I have my my routine is I think most people probably have their morning morning routine, right? Yep. They would kind of do the same things to get our days going. You use the you use the ab roller right when you get out of bed. No Um, question. You probably spend a solid 25 minutes just on your abs. And then you get into you start working your uh, start working. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Listen, when I was in the middle of saying that, I'm like, I don't even know what body part it is. I just saw you you pointing at your shoulders and I'm like, I think that's the delts. I think I'll just I think I'll just go with that. So so after your workout. Yep. So after, of course, after I'm done with a good, you know, couple hours of cardio and weightlifting. um, Here's my routine. Okay. I, I go downstairs. Mm-hmm. I flip on all of my electronics, right? I get the TV on. I get my laptop fired up. I turn on the little unit we use to connect to the show. And yep. then I go to the kitchen to get a cup of coffee. And typically at this time of year, most of the year for me, I like iced coffee as opposed to hot coffee. Okay. Yep. So I, I like to have a nice cup of iced coffee to start my day. And I'm sure you've seen them, right? You know those little silicone molds that you can make like a big cube of ice as opposed to little yeah. cubes? You know, yep. like you put in drinks mostly, but yeah. it melts slower. Use it for so bourbon. Yeah. Right, right. And mm-hmm. the idea is it melts slower, that you don't water down the drink. So I use one of those for my morning coffee, right? I put it in the glass, and that's how I start my day. As I'm popping it out of the mold, I pop it a little too aggressively and I drop it, and it lands right on my toe. Hmm. And it's heavy. It's like the size of a racquetball, but it's a solid ball of ice. And right now, my nail is cracked. It's already turned blue, and it's bleeding underneath the nail. That's so how, is I, this, that's how well, I started my day. Is that kind of set the tone for the rest of your day? Because somebody well, That's what I'm asking. Yeah, so somebody might look at that, and I'll tell you how I would look at it. So it's the power of the mind, right? The mind okay. is you can you can make yourself believe lot, anything. Well, let me just say this: you can make yourself believe anything. It's impossible that I'm not dropping a racquetball-sized piece of ice on my toe and walking away positive, like oh, the rest <laughs> of the day is going to be fine. That's impossible. So to answer to answer your question, as I sit here and tell you that everything is kind of how you want it to be. Yeah, I'm losing that battle. No question about it. I'll probably have a little edge the rest of the day. And it was one of those things, like, I dropped it, and I tried to move my foot real quick, and I didn't do it in time, and it hit, and I had that one second. I think I'm okay. Two seconds. Ooh, no, it got me pretty good. Pain and then the third to, yeah, second, it was, to kick in. Yeah. I think I'm going to die. 
I think this is the end of me. I think this is how I go out. I think that I die on my kitchen floor due to toe trauma. Uh, I thought that that's how I started. I'm in a good mood, though. I think I've kind of muscled through it, and I'm ready to go. What uh, What'd you do with the coffee? How, how'd you figure that out? So you had another one of those weigh-in. What'd you do? So we have the the mold that I have makes six at a time. So okay, I threw so that one in the fine. sink and yeah. got and very 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 carefully removed mm-hmm. the second uh, sphere of ice and put it into my uh, my glass. And I'm ready to go. I'm properly caffeinated. Where does before and, before you go any further? Yeah. Where is kind of Fourth of July for you? Where does this kind of great question? This is um, th- th- by the way the day it's falling on to kind of like what's going on here, right? The fact that Fourth of July is falling on a Sunday. Nobody's going to work on Monday, kind of have this nice long stretch of a weekend. And that that's not to say if it fell on a Wednesday, that wouldn't be great as well, something along not those lines. Not as good, lines. though. But not not as, good. as good. You're right. Not as good. So this is kind of a nice, a long extended weekend. Are you a big 4th of July, like there's a lot of prep that goes into this? I really do like it. It's it's mm-hmm. near the top of the list for me. There There are some other ones that I would put ahead of it. I'm a big Thanksgiving guy. I'm a big New Year's Day guy, not New Year's Eve. That's amateur hour, but New Year's mm-hmm. Day, I'm a big believer in. Uh, and then probably Fourth of July, right after that. I, I, I really because the weather's almost always good. You get to see friends, you get to see family, you get to eat. It's an eating holiday. You just sit there to barbecuing drink. all day. You yeah. can go play a little golf in the morning and still have a, a bunch of time to spend time with friends and family afterwards. Uh, you get to see stuff blow up in the sky. There's really, there's really no downside to the Fourth of July. How about you? I could see you um, around 10 a.m. on on Fourth uh, of July this Sunday, heading out to the beach and looking for parking and kind of looking around. Uh, how can you find? Wait, where's the right spot at the beach? And just being with the masses, I could just see you really, really enjoying. The more people there is, the more the environment that you like, never getting frustrated that you can't find a parking spot, never getting frustrated that it might be too hot, not finding a spot near the ocean. I, I could see you really, really embracing being around a lot of people. I don't do the beach hardly no, bro, ever, it's, no, it's, it's, and I it's really awful. don't do Hell the beach no. on holidays. That, Absolutely that is, look, not. One of the wonderful things about living in Southern California, about yeah. living in Los Angeles in particular, yeah. Emily, pay close attention to this. This is important. Um that you you go to the beach when you don't have to go to the beach, right? You can you can hit the beach on a Wednesday. You can hit go anytime. It on, on a on a random Saturday that has nothing. No holiday. It's not Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July. It's not. Oh, it's one the of those worst. Things. Stay it's away. The worst. That's when you don't want to do it. Yeah, that's the last time you want to go. Even like growing up in San Diego, I know there was there are times like family, but we should go to the beach. No, we should not no. go to the beach today. No. We should do literally nothing. Somebody wants to come over, they come over, barbecue in the back, and call it a freaking day. Absolutely. So where's the 4th of July for you? Is it at the top? Is it in the middle? Is it at the bottom? It's uh it's in the middle. You know, okay. it's in the middle. I think uh I think I'm much bigger as we get into the Thanksgivings and like you said New Year's and you got mm-hmm. all those college football ch- I, I'm I'm more into that kind of frame. Sports actually dictates a lot for me what makes the holiday the holiday. Oh, so right? that's like, the jump off point for you. Like 4th of July is not a big sports day. Right, you can have some. You'll have some baseball yeah, games. That's baseball. fine, that's but it's it. not. And we're in the middle of the season, so it's not like it's that important. But for some reason, for me, Thanksgiving with all the football games, college football when you get around New Year's, like there's something about that that I think adds to the element of the holiday. All right, so as we go through the show today, we'll drop a, a few little how tos on how to get ready for your Fourth of July. And by the way, 
Yeah. I'm all here for your suggestions. If you have a little 4th of July hack that you want to share with me and Al, by all means, come on in, 877-710-ESPN. You can send us a tweet, at Alan Sliwa, at Travis Rogers. Uh, we'll get to that. We've got at Slee coming up. We've got Emily's What Did She Learn in L.A. this week coming up. We've got a pretty busy day. And Slee, we got to get right to this, right? I mean, have you ever in your life okay. been more riveted to a sporting event than Game 5 of the Eastern Conference oh. Finals last night. Has there ever been anything better than that? I'm I'm actually, I did the show um, right now. I'm in Milwaukee, and <laughs> I, I, there's just no other place I'd rather be. It, it dawned on me yesterday, Travis, and I'm sure you guys know, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners who listen to this, uh, to listen to this show, listen to station, freaking NBA fans, right? You're just a fan of the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the NBA. I could watch all these games. I was watching... You know, those Suns-Clipper games, I know Kawhi wasn't there, but there was still enough star power that had you interested in that series. There's a local angle. Laker fans were watching those uh, those games as well. I guess some of them, maybe not all of them. This Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, deadly, deadly. Trey Young it's and deadly. Giannis sitting on the bench. I, you know, the funny thing is, Giannis is one thing. Trey Young is one of those athletes that I'll go out of my way to watch. Sure. I want to see Trey Young play. Of Giannis, course. okay, it's fine. He can get a couple buckets around the rim. He take one dribble from the three point line. Fingers are okay. That's fine. But Trey Young, to me, was kind of must watch basketball. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't get past the first quarter. Where Kevin like, Herter yep. doesn't turn your crank. That doesn't it doesn't really work for you. That's not something you're firing out of your uh, chair to go see. I mean, we should have expected this by the promo being John Collins and Chris Ugh. Middleton. You know, I was still I'm really going to tune in for that. They still, still had up. me at that. They still yeah. had me at that. I was still open for that. I was still like, okay, well, let me give this thing a thought. I'm, I'm not kidding. Halfway through the first quarter, I'm like, all right, well, there goes uh, there goes the NBA game. That's not happening. It, 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 you said it. You're a fan of the NBA. You know what you are? You're a fan, a lot like me. You're, you're more into the NBA than I am. But you're a fan of the NBA stars. And the NBA is really good because they have a million of them, right? They have a bunch. Almost every team has one. A but if it was a teams, close, Travis, if it was a close game yesterday, I'd have still been watching. I wouldn't. That's the problem. I don't want to say I'm not watching. I'm just not emotionally involved. I'm watching more out of sense of obligation than anything else. I don't, I don't but care if it's who a, wins. If it's a six-point game in the fourth quarter, and this is the NBA part, right? If it's a six-point game in the fourth quarter, I'm going to still be watching Herter and Lou Williams and Gallinari and Bogdanovich, okay, which is, let's, which let's, is let's sad in a way, though, which Al. is sad here. You're, you're watching, but do you care? You know what I mean? Like I'm watching it. I had it on. I know what happened. I watched the game. I just didn't – it was – I was completely unemotionally involved. Look, this may be a problem of a guy that has lived in a big city with important teams his entire life, right? Okay. Born here, raised here, been a part of this here, and been a Dodger fan, a Laker fan, you know, USC football's in your own backyard, and, you know, sure. it, it just teams that are competing for the best stuff. And if one of my teams isn't in it, I kind of lose track. And then if one of the other teams that's in it doesn't have somebody that's incredibly compelling, oh, my goodness. And then you have two cities, Milwaukee mm-hmm. and Atlanta, and then a third city in Phoenix. Like, eh, maybe it's just I, I don't, I don't prejudice. I just don't feel it. I don't hate on the smaller markets. I actually don't mind it at all. Like, I, I think there's – a lot of times I watch sports, and I'm, I'm rooting for the underdog, right? And part of the underdog would mean, okay, they're not a powerhouse, Maybe they're not a top-notch market. Maybe they are one of these lower. I don't mind all that. Like to be honest with you, 
I think that makes a storyline interesting for me, but it doesn't make a storyline interesting for the masses. So right now, if you know you don't have interest in what's going on in the Eastern Conference Finals or you don't have interest in the NBA Finals when eventually that comes, I get it. The ratings are not going to be good, but I guess ultimately at the end of the day, um, if you don't have if you're if you're two small markets and your two stars are not playing, you, that's a that's an awful combination. All television programming should be catered to my interests. I believe that that's the way that uh, television networks should be run. Have you seen all the the pictures that are starting to trickle in from the yeah. Dodgers at the White House today? They're fantastic. Yeah. They're absolutely fantastic because look, you see, like, let's just use Cody Bellinger as an example. You see yep. Cody Bellinger in his Dodger uniform, mm-hmm. and maybe once in a while you'll see him in a post game interview where he's got a t shirt or something on. Right? It's just those are the two places that you see Cody Bellinger uh, dressed. Now you're seeing him and Kershaw and Mookie and Kenley Jansen. Joe Kelly has a mariachi jacket on, and he's pulling the Chris Morales where his shirt is unbuttoned all the way to his navel. How many? How many buttons? Like that. Let's use Morales for a quick second. How many buttons does he go? How many buttons? Chris down is like he'll, Chris will undo halfway. three on a, on an average day, and when he's really feeling it, he'll go four. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how those and he'll. So I, let's be clear: four unbuttoned, not four top. Right, they, they were right. going about halfway down to the middle yeah. of his abdomen, and By that's, the way, what, is... that's what Joe Kelly was rocking today under a picture, a painting of Abraham Lincoln. He's in there <laughs> in a mariachi jacket and his shirt unbuttoned nearly to his navel. It's fantastic. It's glorious. Well, I love it. it. This is probably the first time where the Dodgers, you know, listen, you won the World Series, but you didn't get you didn't get a parade. You didn't get the the normal Any things that, that come with winning a championship. And this gives them a little bit of normalcy, right? Just kind of think about that for a second. They're in D.C. They're taking the tour of the White House. They're going to get a chance to meet the president. I mean, the Dodgers and the Lakers won in years that, you know, may never happen again where, you know, you obviously lose out on all the things that makes a championship a championship. So it's kind of cool to see these guys embracing it, getting an opportunity to be in the White House. The pictures that you said – Bellinger put up a video like there's there's it it makes you now go back and remember oh yeah there was a championship there and these guys actually get to feel it and two two things number one it makes you realize how cool they think it is you know what I mean they're having a good time that they're celebrating their own accomplishments in a way that I think you would or I would or, or most fans would they're stoked to be celebrating a World Series championship it's not just oh yeah we're big leaguers we you know we do cool stuff they're they're genuinely Excited, and you can see it right on their face. That makes it more exciting for us as well. And then lastly, there's a picture of Cody Bellinger and Kenley Jansen standing next to each other, right? And right in front of the White House. It's a cool picture. Yep. Cody Bellinger is six feet, five inches tall. He's a Mm. big dude. And he looks like a second grader standing next to Kenley Jansen. (laughs) Kenley Jansen is gigantic. He is such a big dude. And he just it just kind of all brought it home. Puts it in perspective. Bellinger. Yep. Oh my yep. goodness! Just an absolutely mass human being. All right, I know Laker fans are going to want to get in on this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Today marks the third anniversary of LeBron James becoming a Laker. It's been three years. So, three years into the LeBron tenure, what do we make of it? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee. Seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. How about a quick tweet here, Slee? This is from Warren, and Warren says, Black Cats, Bottle Rockets, or Sparklers? If you had to pick between those three uh, Fourth of July fireworks, which one are you picking? I'll put them all in a blender and just let them all go at once. <laughs> Those bla- I never, I've never gotten the black cats, right? I, I'm assuming if I'm remembering my 4th of July fireworks correctly, the black cats are those little things that almost look like a, an eraser on a pencil that you light, and then they kind of grow into like this charcoal snake. Am I remembering that right? Is that what that is? Funches? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, I, I don't know if I'm the... I'm not sparklers, be a sparklers expert. Can, can we all agree that a sparkler is the worst Fourth of July firework? Where you just sit there and the thing goes, and you get sparklers some. Sparklers are for green. weddings. Sparklers are for when people are coming out of their weddings for those pretty yeah. pictures and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 good. But if I look, if we're going to celebrate our independence, if we're going to celebrate go our big victory here. over all the right, Red let's go. Coast, big so I got here. black cat or like the little firecrackers that like go pop 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 pop. Oh, those, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, like all stuff like you'd be like twenty of them in a row or whatever. Oh, I like okay. that. I like that because that that's blowing up. It's making a loud noise. I like that. Sparklers, not so much. Bottle rockets are good too because they fly in the air and they might start a fire. What am I those supposed to fun. do? What am I supposed to do with a dog on Sunday? Isn't he going to hallucinate? How old is the be dog? Dog's a puppy, one. right? Yeah, he's uh, four and a half months. Oh, so this is this is what's the dog's name, Slee? Rookie. Okay, so this is Rookie's fourth of Ju- first Fourth of July. Yeah. He's going to freak out. Yeah, he's going to he's going to hallucinate. He freaks out if I take him for a walk. And a car is going over 35 miles an hour um, just on the, uh, on, the, on the road next to us. He's like, what was that? What's that engine? Why is it here? Is this the last day of my life? So what is he going to do? <laughs> What's he going to do? There's fireworks. That, well, he's going to be hiding under your bed or the kitchen table or whatever it is. He's going to yeah, be 100%. fired up. Uh, go ahead, and you can send those on Twitter as well, at Travis Rogers. Slewa, at what Slewa. you could do is give your dog a half a Benadryl. Give the dog a half a Benadryl. Feels like that could go bad. No, 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 no. It's it's safe. You, you give your dog a half a Benadryl, it, it'll become sleepy and just sleep through the night or something. Good luck, sleepy. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, I'm that. not a dog. I don't know. I don't Throw like that to take into his Benadryl. dog food. Yeah, you know what was a great firework, and I want to hear from everybody your favorite ones you like. Both both the kind that you buy at the stand mm-hmm. that you're allowed to have, and the kind that maybe your older brother would bring back from Mexico back in the day. The the real ones. By the way, Travis I, has been arrested three times for uh, on different Fourth of July festivities. I do like fireworks. I'm not gonna lie. That one, I think they were called the the flowers, where you'd light it and it would spin on the ground and make a yeah, whistling sound and turn yep. colors. I really like those. Those are good, too. I think those are illegal now. I don't think you're allowed to have those anymore. All right. Uh, let's start right here. It's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Today is the third anniversary of LeBron James joining the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, first of all, damn, that went by fast. <laughs> Three years went by in the blink of an eye, seemingly. And it's been kind of an interesting deal because it's a bit of a mixed bag. The first year was... You know, let's get our feet wet kind of year. He had a team that wasn't very good. The Lakers right. before he got here were not very good for quite a while, actually. Um, then the year two, weird season because of the pandemic, but it ends in a, in a title. And then last year, I think by any definition, was unsuccessful. I mean, they're out in the first round of the playoffs, and there are ex- explanations as to why, but they're but out they're in the out. first round of the playoffs. Yeah. doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. 
Um, so three years into the LeBron experience, it's been what? Well, I, I, it's funny because I tried kind of going back and thinking like, all right, well, what were the Lakers before LeBron came? And I, I don't know. I mean, do you remember when he just came? I didn't know what the expectations were. I know he was coming off getting to the finals every single year in the Eastern Conference. I get eight it. Years but, in a row. Okay, eight years in a row. Now you're on the West Coast. You know, obviously the Golden State Warriors at that point were still the Golden State Warriors. Um, you don't really know what's going to happen. Wait, is LeBron, who is coming into his 16th year in the NBA, is this kind of like, uh, like what's the goal here in LA? We know what what fans what the goals what what the goal is and what the expectations are. But is LeBron James coming here, and how are the Lakers going to put together a championship contender? How the hell are you going to surround him with the right players? Are you keeping some of these young players? Can you Do you get a chance to go out and trade for another star? So I kind of, you know, it's funny, Trav. I, I remember back then, which, by the way, remember those seasons, Lakers were coming off 17 wins, 21 wins, 26 wins, 35. I mean, they're... Obviously, there was no success oh, for the I Lakers. Remember, I was doing I was doing pre and post at that point, and those games and those seasons were yeah. long. No, and and that's you know that was one of the things that's part of my contract. If they're below five hundred, I no You're longer out. do pre and post. Yeah, you got all the good times. I I don't know. I didn't get any of the LeBron time. I didn't get any of the championship time. You've gotten all the good stuff. Oh, you want to talk about spoiled? Like, you know, here we are this year making the playoffs and first round we're series tied to a piece i'm like what the hell is this i didn't sign up for this yeah it sucks <laughs> <laughs> but I, I when i the reason why i go back because it's easy now to look at where the lakers are and it's easy to look at the expectations and it's easy to say championship or bust when he got here come on now how are you how are you going to fully understand what the Lakers were getting with LeBron James, how the franchise was going to deal with all the different kind of nuances. Remember, at that time, Magic was still a part of the organization. So I'll just say this. I know back then my mindset was if the Lakers found a freaking way to get one championship with LeBron James, impossible that you as a Laker fan would not sign up for it. They got their one yeah. chip, so like the way the way I look at it, I'm not saying that they're not in a great position to go out and do more, but go back three years ago, I don't know about you, but when LeBron James signed here, I would have signed up for that in a heartbeat. I, I think that that is a, a fantastic way to look at it. I, I that if you said when LeBron inked his contract, right when he when Magic started recruiting him at 901 or midnight or whatever the number was, I forget, and you just said, okay, LeBron's in. And here's what you're going to get. In the first three years, you're going to win a championship. You're going to take it? I think almost every Laker fan would have said, yeah. But this is this goes back to what we've talked about a hundred different times, a hundred yeah. different ways. Mm-hmm. LeBron is held to such a unique standard and such a different standard than everyone else that when we were having the conversation about statues and jerseys and these, no, LeBron's not a, he's not a Laker like Kobe or like Magic. And guys, you need to stop with that. He's never going to be like Magic and sure. Kobe. He don't don't compare else. him. Yes. Don't compare him to other Lakers when you're talking about Los Angeles Lakers. You really got to look at his whole body of work and just yes. appreciate that because 15 of those years were somewhere else. A- a- and he's won a championship with the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, that's not nothing. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens next. But I'm really curious. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. What are your takeaways from the first three years 
of the LeBron James era? What do you think it has been? Has it been a smashing success because they won a title? Is it a mixed bag? Or do you need more? And what are we talking about the next three years? Because remember, he signed that extension. He's going to be here for a while. He's going to be in the mix. I, I, I think you're, you're right. I'm glad you brought up Golden State sleep because that's a thing that you kind of – we've almost lost track of that because of the way that it ended. The fact that KD got hurt, the fact that Clay got hurt, that Toronto won a championship. And sure, last that was year, his first year. His first year with the Lakers, right? Right. KD gets hurt again – not sorry, Clay gets hurt again, so the Warriors weren't very good last year. This year, Steph did everything he could to get him in the mix, but they weren't really – you forget that everything went through Golden State for about five years. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And yet, it still felt like when LeBron got to L.A., it was, all right, show me. Go do it. Oh, yeah, you th- the Eastern Conference sucks. You know the only reason you went to the NBA Finals four years in a row is because the Eastern Conference sucks. That you were dug- that, and, and he's held to this standard that simply is unfair. Because the reality of it is, he came here and he won a championship in his second year. He did. He's been to the finals nine times in the last 11 years. I don't know how anybody looks at that Or one time in three years. Anybody else on earth, one title in three years, it is a smash success, only it doesn't feel like Laker fans look at it like that. Combination, I'm trying to think here. Can you think of another player slash organization that have these unbelievable, unrealistic expectations that merged this late in his career where the expectations were there. So, you know, you say LeBron's treated completely different. So are the Lakers, right? Like we are – Laker fans are unfair to – they don't understand reality. I'm in that mix. You're in that mix. We don't understand reality. No, no. What do you mean we're not competing for a championship? What the hell are we doing it for then? Well, then you you had that. On top of it, you had LeBron James who no, no matter what he accomplishes, KD can miss a shot. In the final game, air what ball a three-pointer, an and everybody's talking about what an unbelievable series he had. LeBron does not get that. He does not get that leash. He does not get that opportunity to have that kind of that rope for himself to say, okay, well, I didn't make it happen, but just look at what the odds were. Look, at, He just doesn't never gets that benefit of the doubt, I think is the best way to say it. But it's a combination of LeBron, and it's also the combination of the Lakers. It's both. Two things that are always not fair expectations-wise, but they created it through greatness, and greatness is always expected. And we'll, we'll continue this conversation. We'll take some phone calls coming up in just a little bit. And, and here's another part of this, too, right? That this is, You haven't heard much of this since it happened. LeBron just came to L.A. because he wants to make movies. LeBron just came to L.A. because he's looking for a nice place to live in a retirement job. LeBron just came to L.A. because he's looking to run out the clock and put together a production company. That's it. He retired. Right. This is is the greatest retirement gig in the history of pro sports. He won a title. Okay? So enough of that along the way. More of your phone calls. Plus, how do the Lakers fix this team? Do you go for another star or do you go find better role players? Do you go the role of a three-headed monster or you do more of what the Clippers did and find a bunch of role players that can get it done? That's next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like that that's become a thing, Slee. It's pretty But great. I want to hear it from Chris. I don't want to hear it yeah, from Chris me. Yeah, Chris does it the best. I want Morales yeah. to do it. He's the original. Yours, yours, mine, Keys, your Mason's, Ireland's. Chris, Chris has that uh, <laughs> locked down along the way. All right, here's a new name. I always like this. This is from uh, Angelo. And Angelo says, uh, everyone who owns a dog knows that a half Benadryl helps calm them down. Come on, man. Happy Friday. So there you go. You can give your dog See a half a Benadryl a according to Funches and Angelo. See what so you're the rookie here that. in this situation. Listen, he's four and a half months old. I'm not a vet in the game here. And the dog's name is Rookie. So you can just imagine what the hell I am. By the way, just a quick shout-out here. Join the 710 ESPN Street team today from 1130 to 130 for the grand opening of the Winston Store in Culver City. Stop by to win sports tickets, autographed merchandise, and a crim-safe security screen door valued at $1,420. That's today from 1130 to 130 at the Winston Grand Opening Store in Culver City at the corner of Sepulveda and Jefferson. You should get out there, Trev. Oh, get I, out there, bro. I, I may. I may. Um Here's from Eric. Eric writes, is another dog hack for you, Slee. Pay attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, you can calm your puppy rookie down and put him to sleep by telling him about the February 4th, 1997 <laughs> Anthony Peeler box score when he scored 40 <laughs> points against the Grizzlies. That's an option Let me tell you something. He's not going <laughs> to fall asleep because I'm going to be so hyped about telling him he's going to obviously get interested as well. So it's going to actually work opposite. We're both going to have a lot of energy. That's a big game. Can we, Funches, pull up that box score? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's two quick uh, fireworks uh, updates. Dave says, hey, have you ever strapped a cherry bomb to a G.I. Joe? Yeah, neither have I. Okay, so apparently that's something that a Thank very you, destructive young Dave in San Clemente used Thank to you, do. Dave. Appreciate and your then contributions. D Rod five sixty two writes, "I love the flowers because if you made a hole in the bottom with a nail, they'll fly. Or the piccolo peaks, you hammer the bottom down and put them in a bottle, and they'll blow up. M eighties <laughs> are the best. LOL, hated the snakes." See, guys, I, we're, we're not trying to burn the city to the ground. We're, we're trying to find a way to have a little fun, make a little noise, get some lights. And, yes, I do know the trick about the piccolo peats. And, yes, I do know the trick about the flowers. I'm surprised, keep I'm surprised, you're, uh, I'm surprised you're a fireworks guy. I thought, yeah, I, don't know. I like I don't them. Know. I, I, I thought you'd be kind of more of the – you'd fall on the lines of, like, hey, it's 930. The fireworks should have ended at 920. Let's call it a night, everybody. Go to bed. Look, if if we're they, they, ten, it's a special occasion. I'll give you till ten on the Fourth of July. We don't need to. We don't need to go any past ten. I go very quickly from yeah. Look at that. Look at that flower fly, and let's hammer the bottom of the piccolo Pete to hey. I'm gonna call the cops. It happened. It, it's a pretty quick transition. Trav, do you it, call uh, the cops? Do you call? Quick. Do you call the cops? And they say, hey, Trav. Can, do they know you by a first name basis? They just read. They just recognize your phone number. I have never called the cops on anybody to be like as a nuisance thing. Like they're making yeah. ne- never once in my life with one mm-hmm. exception. When I was in high school, me and my buddies, we would go to these parties, you know, the big where the parents are out of town, big backyard blowout, whatnot. And we'd go and we'd have a good time. And then when the party was over and we would had enough, we would leave. And then we would call the police to break up the party and sit and watch. And as people <laughs> would come and, and start messing with the people, we just sit that back and is like, a hey, combination hey, of the cruelest thing I've ever heard and the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's freaking <laughs> hilarious. Great. 
It was pretty great. That was me and my guy, Ted. All right, Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's take our first call of the day, Slee. Let's go to Los Angeles and Sean. Sean, you're on with Travis and Slee. Well, what's up? Hey, guys, how you doing? So, um, hey, Sean. According to, in reference to LeBron James, I think that he's one of my favorite players. I'm also a Laker fan. Mm-hmm. So his legacy, however, is rooted in Cleveland. He's going to be a Cavalier. He plays for the Lakers, but he's a Cavalier. His, his, his statue is going to be out there. We're very fortunate to have him. We're blessed to have him win the championship for us. He may even win one in the next two or three years. But if he doesn't, we've had a great run with him. I think he's played incredibly well for us. We're just fortunate to have him. He's like that kid in kickball. We were in elementary school. He's like, wish, come play for our team. Come play for our team. And he comes. You win that one game. You guys take your ball and go home. That's LeBron. <laughs> well, well let, let me say this, Sean, real quick. So I, I don't think – I don't think he's off too much here, Trav. It's okay to appreciate LeBron, no. appreciate what he's doing with the Lakers. I agree. He will always be associated with the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's all right, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's He's from Akron, Ohio. Um, when sure. he won that championship, this isn't – you know, Los Angeles, it, it, the Kings have won championships. The Lakers win championships. USC wins championships. Go down the list of – all these different UCLA Dodgers, Dodgers go down the list. Angels, Ducks have all of, won championships. Of everybody who wins championships in Los Angeles, there's other other areas, uh, different parts of the country where. Did you see Phoenix? Actually, let me give you a good example. Did you see the way Phoenix is celebrating get to the NBA Finals? I don't know if you saw. There were some videos. Yep. I'm like, is this a parade? What are they doing over there? Yeah. When people say act like you've been there before, well, some teams literally have never been there before or it's been so long sure. you know, that, that they haven't, so they don't really know how to act. I just mentioned that because the appreciation for LeBron James in Cleveland, in Ohio, is always going to be different than in L.A. Of course. It's his hometown. So you, you can – I think that's a good way of explaining it where you appreciate all that stuff – but he'll be associated there. But you know what? Let's just worry about these three years in L.A. What has he done for L.A.? What has he accomplished in L.A.? And if you think that's kind of, I guess you could say, lived up to the expectations that you thought when you got here. Yeah, and I agree with what Sean said, that most people, when you think of LeBron James, you're going to think of his time in Cleveland for all the reasons that he said and all the reasons that you said. Let me just put this out there. LeBron James won one championship in Cleveland. It was a great one. Behind 3-1, led the series and everything. Iconic block, the whole thing. It's, it's, it's amazing. First championship in Cleveland in a million years. He got two in Miami. Okay, in a very short window, he got two in Miami. It's hard to, it's hard to just kind of pretend that, oh, yeah, oh, he, and he was on the heat. It wasn't he just, oh, and he was on the heat. He was there for four years, went to the finals four times, and won two titles. Yep. That's, so that's really hard to just kind of blow by. Here's the other part of this. He's been in L.A. for three years and already got one, and it's not really a huge stretch to think that he's going to get another one. No guarantees, mm-hmm. of course. But what if he has two in L.A., two in Miami, and only one in Cleveland? Are we still thinking of him like that? I think are we, we still are. thinking of him as the <laughs> Cleveland guy? I think we are. I really do. I think just, you know, obviously he played all those years there, never won a championship, but got to the NBA Finals, and then eventually he went out to Miami. He's in, in, I'm just going to explain it from my perspective, right? I'll always see him as a Cleveland Cavalier. Like, I'll yeah. see him as a Cav before I see him as a Heat. I'll see him as a Cav before I see him as a Laker. But that doesn't mean you can't have both, right? Like, you're right. If he wins another championship here in L.A. and you have two NBA championships, 
you're on a list of um, oh, just a use short it, list. A short list. And, and, you know, you have eras, right? Shaq and Kobe, they won three together. Kobe ended up winning another two after that. But Powell has two of the Lakers. I know the Showtime era, that was sprinkled across. There's five there. Worthy has a handful. Magic and Kareem have five each. But it, to have two NBA championships as a Los Angeles Laker and you're the guy – <laughs> that, yeah, you you don't you don't breeze past that, right? Like that is, that in itself is an accomplishment for your career, and that's it. You don't need anything else. But that's uh, you know, obviously we'll we'll see if 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 he can get to that over the next couple of years. Yeah, no, it, it's he again. This is why he is looked at so differently than everybody else. Because we who else can you have this conversation about? Hey, he won multiple championships over here. Oh, yeah, but he did win multiple championships over here. And let's not forget about the one he won back in his hometown and brought to the city the first championship they'd had in forever. This is the only person we have this conversation. Even Tom Brady, mm-hmm. who, you know, those are the comparisons for our guys like LeBron James. You're not comparing LeBron James to Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. As great as they are, his, comp- his comps are Tiger Woods, and Tom Brady, and guys like that. Michael Jordan. Those guys, Tom Brady went and got another one in Tampa, but he's not going to get multiple in Tampa, and then he's not going to go to a third place and get and get another one over there. He's entirely unique, and I, I still don't think that Laker fans understand the greatness that he brought to this organization. I understand he's not Kobe. He never will be. I understand he's not Magic Johnson. He never will be. He's not and, Jerry West. Okay, he doesn't need to that. be, and we don't have but to compare him to him. But he doesn't have to be. No, he doesn't Exactly have to be. right. Yep, yep. He's not competing with those guys. He's in a different category. He's bounced around. He's been on different teams. But he's won, at, he's won literally every single place that he's been, including here. And I, want, I, I just want people to embrace that. I, I, I think that it gets lost in the shuffle because he is so remarkably unique. And Slee, it's finally here. It's Travis and Slee and Ask Slee. Coming up next. All right. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Slee, you know, you know how excited I get to do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I, can you hear it in my voice? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Fridays are good ones. Because Friday, I think, you know, the vibe's all different. Uh, Monday, you still know you have to deal with me for four more days after this, plus another hour, the 10 a.m. hour. So I feel like you get excited for multiple reasons on Friday. I like it because the questions are super weird, like this one. Let's start with Drew in L.A. Does Slee say, I had Italian for lunch, so I can't have Italian for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) You ever said that? Uh, I don't think I've said it, but I've thought it. I've definitely thought it. It's gone through my mind like, hey, Al, you can't just be taking down some chicken uh, chicken parmesan and then decide, you know, a nice heavy dish and then come back at dinner and be like, well, I'm just going to have just a light spaghetti and I'm, meatballs. I'm going to hit a chipino for dinner after I chase that with my uh, my chicken parm earlier. Where's my bread? Day. Where's the bread? I'll- I just want to dip it in the sauce. That, that, well, still, what, every meal is going to yeah. be decided based on what's coming next and what came before. You can't. You, you, that's, well, if I go heavy, well, I'm not going too heavy meals. If I if I get a heavy meal at lunch, I don't need another heavy meal at, at night. Well, you, you got Italian, you got Mexican, you've got Indian, you've got Thai, you've got Chinese, you've got sushi, you got all what these different things that you buffet? can pick from. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying that you don't have to go double Italian. You can go and do whatever you want. You're all right, here's like, another. Wait, wait, one. you're gonna like this one. Ready? Yeah. Reservations tonight. Dinner. What time? Reservations. 
You have a reservation. reservation. Made a reservation. Okay, so I'm going to think you're going to stay out late tonight. I'll say 4.15. (laughs) Is that right? You're an Uh, (laughs) a-hole. 6.30. 30, 6.30, Chad. You'll be surprised. Yep, 6.30. My fall asleep by 7.15. I was going to say you're going to hit Starbucks at like uh, 5.45 just to make sure that you can uh, power through it. All right, this is from our guy Francis in Glendale. Who plays the Laker years LeBron in the LeBron James biopic? Is it Delroy Lindo or DeAndre Ayton? What's the first name? Del- Delroy Lindo, he's been in a million things. You'd know him if you saw him. I need to um, see him. Funch, can you think of anything Delroy Lindo's been in off the top of your uh, head? Man, Ugh. he he's he he is. I'll go eight. I'll go. Th- I'll go eight. I'm I'm looking what? at him right now. DeAndre Ayton's 22 years old and he looks older than LeBron. How is that possible? He looks like this is his final year before he retires. He doesn't play like it, but he looks like it. Dude's actually it's, been the man. I'll go with Ayton. It's a, it's a little different. All right, here you go. This is yeah. a good one. Which but would you, you know, rather wait, be able to do? You know who else was like that? Patrick Ewing, too. Back in the days, I'm like, when Ewing was coming out of Georgetown, right, when he, super young, I'm like, Ewing looks like he's been in the league for 13 years. No, the, the, uh, the, that, that's a very good one. But the, the, the winner of that game is the guy that looked way older than he was yeah. was Greg Oden. Gre- Greg oh, yeah, Oden, right. Greg when Oden. he was at Ohio State, looked yep. like he was a grandfather. He, he looked like he was 58 years old when he was 18. It was, it was the weirdest thing in the world. All right, here we go. TFP says, which would you rather be able to do, dunk a basketball or hit a home run out of a major league park? Oh, that's a good question. That's a, that's a tough one. Why do I feel like, why am I leaning towards hitting a home run? I think there's an answer. I think that's the right answer, and I think I know why. You ready? Is there just something about it? Like, is there just something about, I'm sure, that feeling the crack of the bat, rounding the bases? Well, I think think it's the dunk, and here's why. You could go to the park and throw down a dunk, and people are going to be oppressed. Right? That if you just went down there and you're playing pickup ball at the gym or whatever, and you dunk, people are like, oh, okay. All right. That's pretty – whereas – if you, when are you going to get a chance to hit a home run? Like you can't, you can't. That's not a party trick. Like I can go on the street and throw down a dunk, and people are going to be impressed. Where I'm going to go take batting practice in front of my friends? It doesn't happen. I think it's so unrealistic that I'd ever be able to even touch halfway up the net. That it doesn't even like dawn on me that that's something that's realistic. Maybe I got lucky on a fastball. Maybe somebody threw it. Maybe it's the speed of how fast they threw it to me that helped me off the crack of the bat. I'll take the I'll take the home run. Okay, this is from Big E, and he says hashtag Ask Slee is Slee going to be rocking an American Eagle shirt, flag <laughs> shorts, and popping a bottle of Rockets while screaming America this weekend? How do you celebrate, Slee? I mean, that pretty much describes it. I'm going to have. He has a- 30 block of uh, Budweiser's <laughs> sitting in my uh, sitting in my lawn chair, front yard, grass, feet, sprinklers feet on. In an inflatable pool. Sprinklers on. Uh, just kind of turning them on and off. And uh, yeah, man, what else do you do on 4th of July? Eating a steak with my hand. There you go. There you go. In canned beer, right? Where the beer is going to be in a can. Where Chewing tobacco. Sure. Not bad. Not bad. Here's one from Ryan, and it's it's really not an Ask Slee until we get a question about Lady Slee. Okay. And it says, does Lady Slee get frustrated with you 
when you pass up a parking space because you're sure there's a better one if you keep looking. Okay, I have a theory here. I, the, I have a very important theory here when it comes to parking. Okay, let's use Costco as a good example. Okay, most times you go to Costco, um, there are so many cars, not that many spots. It's very simple, guys. Park far. Just park far. I'm very lucky in this one because she is one of those also that is just freaking park far and we will walk it. I cannot understand for the life of me why somebody will sit there for five minutes waiting for somebody to unload everything out of their cart into the trunk. Now they got to go take the cart over back to you know the area where the carts are. And then they go back to their car and then they're adjusting their mirrors and all this trying yep. to get out. Put I on parked- some makeup. I parked six minutes ago, and I'm already looking at if there's a sale on this flat screen inside of Costco. Park your car. Look, well, not only that, the person that's waiting for the spot has 12 cars backed up behind them, and now sure. you've created an entire problem in the entire lot. Uh, all right, here we go. This is from uh, John. <laughs> Be honest. First time, Your first thought when you met Trav in person for the first time was, whoa, he's like a big bear. Am I right? Hashtag Ask Slee. I kind of more looked at him as a, a competitive threat. I said, okay, he was an athlete in high school. He was an athlete in college, right? What were you, CIF, all CIF in high school? The 1989 Go Apaches. Instantly went through my mind. I said, impossible you can hit my wiffle ball. Impossible. <laughs> Take you out in the backyard. Impossible you're putting any contact on that. Oh, look. I, look, I don't boast very often. Yeah. But let me just tell you and mm-hmm. everyone else out there that's listening. Yeah. You do not want me in a wiffle ball game. You I, I dirty. will Is it destroy dirty? Just you filthy? in a game of wiffle ball. I might be one of the world's great wiffle ball players. Now, I haven't picked up a ball or that yellow skinny bat in a very long time. But when I was playing wiffle ball regularly, well, I, and I, I, was, a, I was Shohei Otani of wiffle ball. And you're a pitcher. So I could only yeah. imagine the filth you have on some of your pitches. It was. Is there anything more fun than a, than no. a little wiffle ball game in the backyard? No, there isn't. You've got the lawn chair set up as the strike zone. You've got the tree as second There's, base. You've got the dog is, is in play, or if he's over by the avocado tree, he's out of play. There's nothing better. There's only one other thing that can, that can uh, rival wiffle ball. Do you ever play uh, 21 back in the days? Oh, yeah. 20, okay, so, and also, you know, you, you put the hoop down as well, so all of a sudden you're bashing over your buddies, right? Like you're you're 13 years old, and all of a sudden you think you're Vince Carter because you're getting a dunk up. You're putting That's it down only, eight feet? Uh, it may, maybe even a little lower there. The slow down funches. I don't know about the eight feet. <laughs> even with that funches, even that in mind, there's nothing better than, like, those two games when you were a kid growing up. It's a cul-de-sac. All right, one more quickly here. This is from Capitano Matt. Will you actually watch the Olympics or pretend like most Americans? Hashtag Ask Slee. Probably pretend. <laughs> yeah, probably pretend. <laughs> probably the guy that's like, oh, it was amazing. Um, I, I, Trav, I don't get locked down into the Olympics. I think you said you're a big Olympics guy. You'll watch all this stuff? I do like the Olympics. And, and look, yeah. I'll, I'll very, very quickly, I know we got to go. I'm a sucker for the Olympics for one, one very, norm, I think, pretty common reason here in a, I was a kid when the Olympics were here in 1984, and it was awesome. I got Mm -hmm. to go see some really cool things, things that I would never go see otherwise. It was so much fun. I cannot wait for the Olympics to come back in 2028. I I, I enjoy them. Let me know how it goes.
to yeah, definitely I'll, keep I'll, me posted. I'll keep, keep you me fully posted. up to speed. Reggie Bush wants his Heisman Trophy back. We'll get into that coming up in just a bit. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, the 4th of July is almost here. Before hitting the highways for the long holiday weekend, head into your na- neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Perfect day to do it is today. Home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Let the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance. Go to SoCalOilChange.com, throw in your zip code, find a Valvoline Instant Oil Change nearest to you. I know that check engine light has been on for God knows how long. You're procrastinating on getting it done. You don't need to. Valvoline Instant Oil Change makes it so easy. You'll literally pull up. It takes about 15 minutes. You'll have a technician come to you, give you all the a, a full report on your car, what they recommend that you do. Um, you need to get your uh, tires rotated, what kind of oil uh, you should get in your car. Um, they will walk you through the process. It's so easy. It's so convenient, and it gets it done quick. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up. Drive in and drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change.